I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along Okay, Chloe, ready to be funny on the internet? Well, I would be. But, okay, we need to talk about this. I, okay, I, I'm, recor- I'm recording. We've, okay, I, but we've had okay, make it quick, make soggy it quick. revenge party on our on our list of things to do yes. for, for, for like a month at least. Yeah. What is it? What? What's what? Soggy revenge party. Um, well, there was a time when we were talking... And you told me to write it down. Write what down? Soggy Revenge Party. Okay, but what did I mean by that? You, you, we were talking about something. We were watching TV. We were having a conversation. You said, Sophie, write this down. Soggy Revenge Party. And I said, okay. And then I grabbed my phone but that, and I wrote down Soggy Revenge Party. That doesn't give me any... Con- what did it mean? You're the one that told... You told me to write it down. You told, but I don't know what... a secret agent baby mission all over I again. know. We can't keep doing this. I... Okay. You know what? We can We can figure this out. We can figure okay. it out. We'll we'll math it. We probably should have mathed it like a month ago when we first wrote <laughs> it. But you know what? Soggy revenge party. Okay, start soggy. Diaper soggy. It's obviously about diapers. It yes. has to be about diapers. 100%. Doesn't make sense if it's not. Yes. Nothing else gets soggy. Yes. Okay. Revenge. Revenge. I don't know. I. Hmm. First, I don't know. The first thing that comes to my mind is it's clearly about Kimmy. <laughs> We're getting revenge on Kimmy for something. Well, that's that's who we would get revenge on. I can't think of another person in my life I want be revenge Kimmy. on. It would have to be Kimmy, and especially it's with related to Soggy. Maybe it's for like a slumber party, and and oh my we, gosh, I think we, I remember. Oh, you do? I think it was like. We were going to throw her a birthday party. Okay. But we didn't want it to be a birthday party because it's not her birthday. Like, yeah. It's not nowhere near her birthday. So it was going to be a soggy revenge party. <laughs> and we were going to have, like, more more stuff to put in her diapers. Oh. And we are going to do pocket water 2.0. Oh. Was that it? That must be it. That's sure. Well, either way, it's it now. Well, now we've got to do it. I think we should plan this. We could record it and then put up, like, like the best parts as, like, uh, uh, the main part of a usual bet. And then we don't even have to do the work for the episode. It's like, listen to this clip reel from Kimmy's Soggy Revenge Party. Clip show is something we haven't tackled yet. <laughs> and originally I thought, oh, yeah, cool. Clip show from previous episodes. We'll no. go to previous episodes. I, I don't have the organization the for that. Yeah. <laughs> even better is... Clip show of all new content. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a montage. We'll just record some funny things we do over the next few weeks, and then there will be a clip show episode kind of chronicling those events. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> way for us to get out of doing our job. Okay, but we have to do our job here and now. So, so tune in tune in at a later undisclosed date for Kimmy Soggy Revenge Party. You'll know it by the episode name, maybe. <laughs> Welcome to the usual Pat and Nate's Up Itch Put Discussion podcast. Every week, oh, wow, I feel like this sentence gets longer every week. <laughs> every week we make a bat in the losers and diapers for the next episode. I am the big sister and counter extraordinaire. I am, you know, hold on. 
I am the big sister and face-sitting extraordinaire <laughs> Sophie, <laughs> Sophie Elizabeth. <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> I had something to say, but now, but now I don't. I was, I was, I was building this whole thing of like throwing a fit and teasing him with a tantrum. And now you really took the wind out of those sails. Of whose sails? My sails. Who has the baby sister, Chloe Elizabeth, who doesn't like face sitting, even though all of her listeners do. So, um, originally when we stopped this bet, everyone was like, okay, Sophie's clearly going to win because who doesn't like diaper face sitting, right? Because, uh, it's a, so it's a, it's just a instant victory. It's mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. what's it called? Like a, a lock-in. A lock-in. That's not it. A hole-in-one. Uh, a, 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 a usual bet. Good, good shell. A good shell. A good shell. You got it. You got it in five. A good shell. It. It. Sophie's gonna win. It's a good shell. It's. It's a good shell, guys. There's no way she'll lose. It's a good shell. That's my new term. No, you got it. You got it. It's good shell. I don't know what it means. It's, it means good shell. It means an easy victory, of course. Okay, but it wasn't a good shell because I did come out swinging. I had I had a, a solid following there. Yeah, I uh, I really liked how close this bet was. He only won by like well like twenty percent or something like that. Yeah, I had sixty eight percent of the votes. Yeah, so. I could have I came close closer than I thought I would when you're the the face sitting queen. I'm not a queen. You're face sitting queen. No. Yeah. No. I mean, you, you you announced yourself as as the this face is, sitter, Sophie Elizabeth. This is slander. Uh huh. I'm the face sitting princess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're you're the face sitting princess. I'm a, I'm offended that you would consider me the queen of anything. <laughs> you're right. You're just it's far above your maturity level to consider you a queen of anything. You are a a little baby princess. I have officially evolved. From a toe sucker. To a toddler. To a face sitter, I guess, is the next step. Is that the only two options? It I sounds think... like something bad. Like a chest burster or something. <laughs> like a, I'm a face sitter. I... I... <laughs> what? What, Kimmy? Can I sit on your face? No. Can I sit on your face? If anything, she'd sit on your face. No. But yeah, you're the you're the bottom of our of our tower of I'm still pizza. mad about your stupid zooms. You wouldn't put me on the top. I told your mommy and she didn't even side with me. She sided with you because yeah. she cited logic. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Logic. It's because you're never on top. No, it's because I told her that my fetish was dehumanization, and she remembered it. Uh-huh. The first words you said to my mommy were, were, Oh, hi, I'm Kimmy. Nice to meet you. I'm into dehumanization. <laughs> she asked. <laughs> she said. Of course she's going to remember. Word? I think it's like all the words that you said in person to each other. Yep. Or the, it's just that one sentence. We had a, a nice, lovely you, you conversation. Maybe, you might as well just come out on all four and said, I'm Kimmy, a naughty pet. <laughs> There's always next time. There's always next time. I'm sorry. Do you want something? When, when is she coming over? Do you want something? When's your mommy do, coming do over? Do you want something? When's your mommy coming over? Don't raise do you your voice. So- do you want something? No. Well, then what are you doing okay, here? Okay, then get out. Oh, okay, bye. Curtsy on your way out. Okay. <laughs>
I'm gonna knock over your stupid curtain thing. Excuse me? You never put fucking stickers on it. <laughs> Excuse me? Did you just swear? No. Should I tell your daddy? Because that's something you have now, huh? Right? Don't what? You're sp- what? Don't tell her. Yeah, don't tell her? Don't tell her. <sighs> Maybe I won't tell your daddy. I feel like we've talked about this before, but we should have put stickers on this tarp. We should have. I want to talk about what I what we just said. Oh, yeah. Kimmy has a daddy, and she's a girl, and that's that's complicated okay. and interesting. That was that sounds like the most like elementary school sentence. Kimmy has a daddy, and she's a girl. <laughs> I feel like that's that's one of those two mom things. Like, oh, my 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 friend has two moms. My friend has a mommy and a daddy, and one's a girl. <laughs> my daddy's a girl. Yes, I want to talk about that. Okay, yeah, so we that's... don't have anything better to talk about. Here, Kimmy, you're going to have to... No, sit on the floor. She doesn't belong on furniture. Oh, <laughs> your furniture now. Oh, okay, hold on. Let's let's wheel into place. Okay. Let me just... Hold on. Let me move the microphone. I'm going to so... Okay, so tell us about this. You you have a daddy. Yeah. Talk about it. Okay, so um, I've been seeing T for... Well, seeing... For like six months, because it's uh-huh. COVID, yeah, and we I haven't know. we haven't met in person, uh-huh. um, which is really weird. It sure I know. Is. I've only met my mommy technically one time yeah. in reality in the real world. But you've got this like deep emotional connection yep. uh-huh. with real intimacy that yep. has been building for months, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna show up one day, and in 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 your like mental space, you've done a lot more than mm-hmm. kiss. You've, you've got this, oh, like, yeah. deep connection. Yeah. And you've had phone sex. <laughs> yeah. It's because and online relationships are a thing and real and valid. Right, but this is different than online relationships. Like, I, I, I am in an Long online distance. relationship with Lizzie. Uh-huh. That was the first time I had phone sex. Really? With Teal. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks. No, nice was the last episode. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so I really like this Wait, this idea because... I didn't, I didn't get to my point. Well, I'm about to make your point for you. Yes. Okay, your point is because you're not allowed to make your own points. They're too sharp and you'll hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you have a daddy, but it's this person that you've met. Yes. This girl that you've met. Yes. And you've evolved your relationship to the point of calling... Her, your daddy. Yeah. Tell me about that. That is so oh, contrary to my understanding of reality. So we talked already. <laughs> you're we talked you're a so cute. few weeks ago when I was a little more revealing with my mommy stuff and mm-hmm. how I usually don't use that word. And it's a powerful um, word. It's a very powerful word. So we know why it's so important. Yeah. Um. But the idea that you have a a girlfriend who yeah. is your daddy yeah. is very interesting. And she's not non-binary or has nope. like a lot of different gender nope. um, neutral associations. Nope. She just prefers the term daddy over mommy. So I want to I want to play the part of, instead of devil's advocate, I'm going to play the part of toe-sucking toddler Oh God. and ask the simple question of... It's because you're not a face-sitter well, yet. <laughs> 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 All right. Here's the simple question of, well, 
Why can't you just call her mommy? Because that doesn't make her happy. Also, she's going to well, drive her the... cock into me. Well, <laughs> well, well, what's the difference? Uh, well, Chloe, you toe-sucking toddler. Watch it. How can you be intimidating after you call yourself? No, don't. Pay attention. Answer the question. Um, so you, on a previous episode, and I'm sure Robin can tell you which one. Uh-huh. <laughs> talked about, we love you, Robin, uh, talked about the gendered nature of caregiver energy. Uh-huh. Yes. Which doesn't necessarily match the gender of the person giving that Absolutely. energy. And granted, fair. that's a lot of gender stereotyping to assume that moms tend to be like the maternal type, but can be like a little bit stern, but the, the daddies are the ones that are like the really like... Uh, strict type but of we're, people. We're, we're utilizing the stereotypes in a positive way here. We I, are we are using the titles and claims for for some nice categorization that that helps us. Yeah, even though that this stereotyping does exist, stereotypes and labels, um, even though they can be used to misrepresent people, they can yeah. also be used to represent people. And having uh, something you can attribute yourself to and a word to hold on to that means something to you helps you develop as a person. Which we've also talked about on an episode. Yes. And it helps you communicate those thoughts and feelings to others. Yes. Mm, absolutely. So that's why we are utilizing the, the gender nature of stuff. And now, you saying that T is your daddy. Yeah. I instinctively know what that means. Yeah. I, I kind of almost automatically have a have an idea of what your relationship is like and how it differs but, from mine. Yes! But I want Kimmy to explain it for so, me, the toe-sucking toddler, quote-unquote. So, my, my, I can't say it. Say it? I can't. Say it or I'll tell. My, my daddy, um, she, uh, it's a very, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is not easy. This is great because usually you come in here really arrogant and and bratty oh, you, oh and then you get punished but here you are is this like bumbling infant who can't say mm-hmm, a single mm-hmm. word so can you please try really and do better if you don't do better i will tell your daddy don't oh i'm sure we'll this send so her this fun. episode this is so fun yeah um, i might name the episode we, i'll tell your daddy <laughs> uh so it, it's a much more possessive energy a mm. daddy energy over a mommy energy like, the mommy energy's like, oh, I love you so much. You're so cute. And I, like, want to make you happy. Yeah. And daddy's like, no, you're fucking mine. You're mine. So, On your knees. Interesting. Would you say it's it, it's a more, like, domineering energy? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, that's not to say that you can't have the domineering mommy. Oh, I actually want to make one of those two axes um, graphs. With um, authoritarian and permissive on one, hmm. and uh, what would the other? Yes. Yep. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to work on this. Do it. Because uh, I actually think it's valuable. I agree. And obviously, if you're a daddy or a mommy, or you have a daddy or a mommy, they don't specifically have to fit into that this doesn't trope. Mean, yeah, it doesn't mean anything at all. They can be whatever they exactly. want. Exactly. Okay. Labels are for being helpful. Labels are, pre- are descriptive, not prescriptive. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. You I said think she that. Said, what? Oh, you said that? I did? Yeah. I don't know. I got that from That you. sounds way too smart. No, it's, I got that from you, and it actually was very helpful. Okay, oh, tell me some, some daddy-ish qualities about your daddy. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a button. I she know. Just, she just melts. I just... 
Um. <laughs> she's gone. Uh. Oh my gosh, she's speechless. I don't think I've ever seen this. I'm really happy. <laughs> well, that's not quite a quality about your daddy, but that is because of your daddy, so that's interesting. She's just like, um, she's like, um. <laughs> okay, Kimmy. Okay. No, I got it. I'm here. trying to formulate about, the thought. How about you sit here and I'll talk about some, okay. some qualities that could be, could be. Well, you used. haven't gotten to talk to her that much. Yet. No, I'm just going to generalize. Oh, okay. You, you work on being uh. specific. I have something to say here. Okay. I had a daddy once. Really? Mm-hmm. Like a daddy that's a boy or a daddy that's a girl? Or uh, a daddy that's neither? What's, where's the, where, where? I had a daddy that was a girl. Okay. So, so you've got some, some experience I understand here. where Kimmy's coming from. Okay. The girl I dated who... And we talked about, like, little stuff pretty early in our relationship. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she was, like, you know, into it, but not, like, in a, a really serious way. And she brought it up. And she's like, hey, Ooh. could you call me daddy? And I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. And at the time, and this was, like, ooh, ten years ago, so I was, I was a lot younger mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. a lot more set in my ways than I am today. But, um, I... I went with it and rolled with it. And honestly, her energy that she has, she's a very decisive person. She's very direct, very concrete. She's not really... She definitely had a sadistic side where she liked to kind of like inflict pain. So she had this kind of um, aura about her. Okay. She was also like five feet tall. <laughs> it, she, it was so wild because... Did she still command your respect? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. that's a question. Would you say the daddy title is, like, a, a more demanding of respect title? Oh, like, definitely. Like, yeah? Well... Not not does it not does it uh, command more respect, because I think you should respect everybody, but I think does it, does it demand more respect? I think that uh, on the authoritarian scale, either daddy or mommy energy could demand that respect. Because mm. if you think of the, the, like, the strict mommy, that's, true. that's what you think of. That's they true. demand respect. You're right. Mm. So T isn't into diapers. Okay. Like, that's not a thing for her. Uh, so it's daddy in the sense of DDLG much more than mm. ABDL. Okay. Hmm. And so she's a daddy dog. Hey, I oh. also think that daddy is an easier term to go with because the societal stereotypes of you having a sexual relationship with mommy is a little weird. Yep. It Oedipal. sets off a lot of red flags. Yeah, you, the, <laughs> you get that Oedipus complex and it's like, ah, ooh. Freud's hey. ghost gains a little more power every time <laughs> someone says it. We can't have him coming back. So we, we can't. We, we Again. Try really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, alternatively, daddy as a term, I think, is more mainstream and socially acceptable. Where it's like, oh, she has like a like a daddy thing. Like mm. it's like, oh yeah, like yeah, sure. I I understand. Uh, yeah. Oh, she she's got daddy issues. Yeah, totally fine. You don't hear mommy issues that much. So, I think that or. Or even if you do hear mommy issues, it's always more negative. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. daddy Definitely. issues usually means like slutty, but mommy issues means like crybaby or something. Yeah. I don't know. There's some toxic masculinity There's bouncing around in there. there somewhere. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. But I think that uh, it's easier for someone who's maybe not into ABDL stuff and really into a lot of more kinky BDSM stuff. Yeah. Maybe they identify more as yeah. a daddy because I've, I've heard a lot of women who identify as daddy, but not a lot of men that identify as mommy. Oh, well, Ooh, that goes back into... concept, yeah. That, that goes back into the uh, internalized misogyny within American yeah. culture. Hey, I'm with you. I understand. Uh, I guess, like, maybe a caregiver who is a male who doesn't want to be seen as a, as a mommy figure might feel like that almost diminutizes their, like relationship yeah, and makes agree, them more yeah. of more like closer to the little in terms of Maybe. like submissiveness or something yep. because wanna... it's i mean it's ingrained in in kind of just your your method of thinking mm-hmm. because that's how society is and that is what has been drilled into us since we were children you know uh i know a boy who would have mommy energy really it's mark if mark oh, uh, was oh, a caregiver definitely. mark would be a mommy yeah, okay, I agree with you. He babysits so, a lot, and it's all mommy energy no, when he like, does babysitting. Absolutely. Mark definitely has mommy energy mm-hmm. more than daddy energy. But if he were a caregiver, I don't think he would go by mommy. I Why think not? he'd still go by daddy. Really? You think so? Mm-hmm. Why? Because if you are a male-identifying person who takes the title of mommy, you're reducing your own power. It's internalized know. misogyny. I, n- now that I mention it, I don't think I've ever met. I've never met a guy who wanted to be called mommy. I've met tons of women who want to be called daddy. That's never never that's, met a guy that wanted to be called mommy. That's taking power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no, it's you're the right. Patriarchy. You're right. Interesting. You're you right. Know, if anybody knows literally anybody on in their entire circle of, of littles, please send us a, a tweet or a mail telling us you know one boy. Who likes to be called mommy? Send I'm us, telling you, send daddy. us that mail. Send us the mail. <laughs> send us the mail. That's send us the mommy mail. <laughs> Episode name. God. <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. Okay, uh, you can send it at the usual mailbox at gmail.com and Twitter somehow. Uh, the usual bet. We are at the usual bet on Twitter. At the usual bet. That's I, our Twitter now. Yeet us a tweet us. Really Yeet us a tweet us. <laughs> I really want my daddy to join the Discord. I hope your daddy does too. Okay. Then, then, then oh my gosh, we could we could have uh, a special role of um, tattling to Kimmy's daddy. So you could say at tattling to Kimmy's daddy, and then just like like everyone will get to see. I really. Like I love that. That's a right? great idea. I really like. That. Okay, um, Kimmy, you're gonna have to leave us alone now okay. because we actually have something to do. I'm a special gonna, thing. I'm gonna walk up the stairs. Okay. 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 Thank you for making me blush so much. Uh-huh. Make Thank sure you, you for being a good girl for maybe the first time ever. I, Make sure you hike your skirt up and show us your diaper as you go up the stairs. I gotta go get my phone. Hike, no, hike it up. Kimmy. Ah, hike it up, Kimmy. I'm in a pink rebel. Stop it. She's tucking your skirt in your diaper so everyone can see. Well, now it's gonna get wet. Well, that's good. That's not our problem. Are you going upstairs? Yeah, I got my can. I got my phone. I'm gonna go do a paint. Okay. That was a lovely segment. Thank you. Okay, so now that Kimmy's gone, we have our room back. It's mm-hmm. our room now. It's it's the usual room. We can do whatever we want, and we don't have to listen to her whining about it. Uh-huh. So, I know what I want to do. What do you want to do? I want to bring a special friend into our room. Ah. Is it Kimmy? It's not Kimmy. Oh, who is it? 
Can Is it pudding? Me? No, it's... Was it Mark? What? No, stop it. I... It's, <laughs> they're not actually going to be here. We're going to call and we're going to do, like, an interview. Oh, I thought you meant the room is in, like, the room that we're in. It's a it's a metaphysical room. Oh, like, the, the, the metaphorical room? No, it's a metaphysical room. Okay, the, like, the, the room the... exists in itself. It also well, exists it in a like? metaphysical space in which we also invite other people into. All you know, of our I'm... listeners right now are technically in the metaphysical room okay. with us. What do you... I, I, I imagine people, like, try and imagine oh. us while we're in the room. Oh, my gosh, you're right. How have we not done this before? It's a giant nursery. Okay. Like okay. a daycare. Hold on. There's, like, like, like ten foot tall daycare attendants walking around and everything? Yeah. Okay, so, real quick, everyone at home, let us describe for you the room that we are all sitting in together. Mm-hmm. We are in a medium-sized playroom together. Absolutely. The floor is covered in foam alphabet tiles. We're sitting on little, like, bean bags right now. Yeah, it's, it's really we have, comfy. like, cushions, and mine's Blue's Clues, mm-hmm. and it looks like that chair from Blue's oh, that's, Clues. that's really good. Yeah. You're on the floor because you're not allowed on furniture either. Excuse you. You are furniture. Sorry. You're gonna get spanked again on the show. You're the diapered one. <laughs> Okay, uh, there's there's a sand pit over there, like one of those like stand-up sand tables that you can play with. It's really rad. I thought you meant like a sandbox, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's going to be so messy. We're no, no, it's like but one yes, of the sand Okay, ones. I see yeah. like the, the, the play basin thing with the, the sand. I, I, I feel There you. are 10-foot tall, like I said, uh, caregivers walking around. They're robots. They're robotic uh, attendants for the playroom. Mm-hmm. Um, they do come over to our viewers every so often, pick them up, check them. It's just part of the process. Don't worry about it. I'm sure you're used to it by now. We're on episode 70. Um, <laughs> we've got drawings all over the wall. Yeah, you can see drawings of the things that we've done in previous episodes, mm-hmm. um, both by you guys and by us. Yeah, we, of course. We just, I mean, at the end of these episodes, of course, we just sketch yeah. down our, our, our thoughts and our, our ideas. And we have we have a big uh, finger painting easel, which has all our notes on it of like what our topics are going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's totally illegible because Chloe can't write. Of we course, all know that. yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And um, the sun is streaming through some some high windows uh, with some beautiful, like, wafting curtains. There's a summer breeze. <laughs> we need the breeze, otherwise this room would smell pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right. But that is the room in which we are inviting our guest. Yes, and our guest is going to get carried in by, by uh, a robotic caregiver, obviously, um, on her hip and everything, just being pulled in. And uh, the I want the, our guests to introduce themselves. Yeah. Hi, I'm Juice Box or Juice or JB or that person that draws <laughs> occasionally on Twitter. A person who draws amazing art, fantastic art, wonderful art. Occasionally, you end you all of those things with occasionally after. <laughs> Hey, I feel that. That's just like, it's like putting allegedly before things mm-hmm, to make mm-hmm. sure that people know. It's like, hey, I'm a writer, but like allegedly. So like, don't get too excited. It's okay. People right. pay me a ton of money. I'm a professional, but allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly for, you know, whatever, pe- however people think of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Things that we do all day, but. Oh, okay. Juice. So what, what do you do for the community? Yeah. What's your, what's your thing? Uh, I Who draw on. I, I draw a lot. So, like, crayons? Yeah, so we, we see a lot of um, beautiful, like, squiggly line crayon drawings. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on your diapered butt and just kind of kind of scribbling? Actually, yeah, for a good chunk of the time. Uh, 
crayons, most of them these days are digital crayons. And, oh, I, and I grip and I grip. I it. those I are still, expensive. I still grip the, the the stylus with my whole hand like a like a baby. You know oh, that is that is fantastic to know. Sorry. Now every time I look at one of your art, that's exactly what I'm going to think of. I do hear that you get the most control by using your entire hand in mm -hmm, like a mm -hmm. like a fist grip. It's the only control yeah. Juice is ever going to have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Right out of the gate, <laughs> and you're and you're putting me in a corner. Um, but it's, oh, it's going to be the whole episode. Oh, for sure. I, I have to. I should have prepared myself for that before I got dropped in here. But now, uh, oh, you can't yeah, prepare uh, yourself for me. No, never. I, that, that was that was lesson one, and I completely dropped the ball there. And but I I will say, and this is a fun artistic tip for anybody who's doing art, um, using your whole arm to draw helps. Um, gripping very tightly. It's keep don't grip so tight when you draw. Keep it loose, and um, it's okay to go outside the lines because that that's that's creativity. That's 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 you going outside the lines, i.e., outside the box, making you a unique genre, epoch-shattering uh, artist. Man, Juicy, just you got it. What an inspirational yeah. line! You gotta go like outside the lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah adventure past those lines don't be confined by society's <laughs> limitations as an yes. artist color outside those lines <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you're giving giving a seminar to a to a, a room full of toddlers yeah, the limit, yeah the limit, and remember the limit isn't the edge of the page you can go outside the page whether the people who own the walls or floor or carpeting outside of that page feel about it is a different story but yeah, it's right. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And I do hear, I do hear when coloring outside like the page and the bounds. Um, I don't know why this is, but it seems like permanent marker is always better. Yeah, it is. I have heard that. Finger painting <laughs> get you get cover a wider range area. That's true. Your, oh. Especially when you use all all ten fingers and your palm <laughs> and and move them around again with your whole arm in a circular motion in a Hmm. As far yeah. radius around your body as you can. So, so if, you, I, I, if you spin in a circle, like a, and just spin around going wee, <laughs> you'll be like, it'll be like spin art. It's great. Ever go on so a sit I, spin and stick your arm out to one side and spin with the other? It's wonderful. Uh -huh. It's it's great. I, I do have a question, Juice. Mm -hmm. How much time do you spend toddling around, finger painting around the house? Not my house. I would never. Face my own house. <laughs> um, other people's houses, though, um, okay. they're asking for it. Especially <laughs> they don't put down newspaper or smocks or anything. That's their fault. Yeah, what are they thinking? Right. You know the I whole trend of putting plastic on furniture? Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, is that because of you? <laughs> <laughs> we, we do it for Kimmy, but... <laughs> well, but that's not artistic. That's... Un that was, oh yeah, it's precautionary. It's precautionary, exactly. Sorry, okay. Kimmy. I have some questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, sure. Go, go right ahead. Okay. This is this is the big one. What uh -oh. made you start doing baby art? What What was the inspiration? How did you leapfrog into into being one of the the most renowned baby artists of our time? Completely by accident and with absolutely <laughs> no intention to do so. Um, well, that's good. That's, that's how I became a writer. <laughs> right. 
It's called it, do it. It's called it's called, and this is just how I came into the community in general. It was mm -hmm. completely by sheer fluke, and then um, when I when I saw the or read about it, and and something clicked in my brain, like some little demon in my head, like flipped the switch, saying, "Remember this from childhood." And <laughs> suddenly it's like, it's like, you wonder how, like, and I think I've probably mentioned this on, I've probably mentioned this on Jazzy show, but it's like ever, you always wonder how like people like just sort of sp spontaneously get into something like a kink mm. where it's like, Hmm, am I into feet? And then you look at someone <laughs> and you start from the head and you're like, they have a pretty face. Okay. You know, the chest, the breasts. Okay. Yeah. I can see why there's appeal there. Uh, stomach, legs, mm, all right, sure. Um, feet, and then suddenly, like, you know, ding. I usually, <laughs> I usually keep, I usually, I didn't make, mean to make that sound. That, that was, now that I don't have the, usually it sounds like little, you have just like a, a board have, that you press the button board, yeah. I have a little thing I usually keep next to my desk that's metal that I usually hit with my stylus pen that makes like a spittoon oh. ding noise. And that, oh. just making that, but making that noise by itself now just sounds absolutely gross. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but for me, it was completely, I, I actually had some, um, as the doctors would say, I had um, enuresis issues um, mm. uh, during my kind of my middle school age, which is a horrible time to have an embarrassing ailment. Um, and I oh, believe yeah, it was probably sure. and I'm sure it was probably stress induced or something. But I was doing mm -hmm. research online, which is of course leads to so many wonderful mm -hmm. rabbit holes. Yep. But in my yeah, case, internet. it was finding out about ABDL and then Ooh. being like, oh, this is a thing that people are into. And then suddenly it's like, oh my God, things clicked from when I was when I was a kid from things I watched and stuff. And it was like, oh my God, I'm going to awaken something. And it's almost like, no, no, no. Close Pandora's box. I didn't <laughs> open it. Please shut the door. And it's too late. And then I discovered, absolutely. I discovered the Fox Tales Times forum. Just stumbled. Oh, I've heard about that. And yeah. Those are the, if anybody brings it up and if anybody goes, oh, and they start with that, then, you know, oh, they remember, they remember the, the <laughs> wild, the wild west that was just a very small but dedicated community of, of weirdos that, felt, <laughs> that, that found solace in knowing that there were other weirdos just like them and myself included. Mm -hmm. And then I discovered there were artists that people not only wrote stuff related to it, but, and this is before I was even aware. I mean, I knew of things like fetishized or, or um, adult writing or art, but I never really equated specific kinks to that so like it was the mm. first time i i saw like oh there are abdl writers and abdl artists and abdl um people trying to make way back then like uh, almost like um like those text games where you type something and a prompt comes back to you like choose your own adventure yeah. or, or whatever so like there was early days of that so i discovered a lot of artists through that and i first and probably only time i've ever really made an account on a forum and I haven't made one since, but it was, uh, it, it, I got to meet a whole bunch of artists through there and creatives and, um, that's how it all started. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. Man, that was, was a detailed all, answer. Go all, you. All downhill from there, you know, just <laughs> running it right into the ground. 
You make such good sound effects. We should I, just get a soundboard of you oh, making yeah. sound effects for us, wanna, and then we can have want, it on the desk, and we can just a, hit the button. You want a sample? You want a sample of a few? Oh yeah, my gosh! 100%. Yes. Let's see. Um, let's see. What's a good one? Um, oh, here's one. And I'll I'll wait until the ver this it it starts slow and then it gets um, fast. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so. Did that come oh, through? Well, that was wild. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I couldn't tell. There was a bit of a silence. And I was like, wow, the silence speaks volumes. It didn't go over. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we, no, we were, we were shocked. Yeah. Oh and I gosh. will say, I didn't realize, um, if you're ever going to do something like that, make sure you trim your fingernails. Because I just realized my fingernails are just a tad oh. too long. And, um, ow. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I don't, I don't know. I can't okay. think of any of this, anything else to contribute to that now, but. That's fair. All good. Um, we want to know what is your favorite thing to draw? Yeah. And like ABDL stuff. What's like your, what's your favorite go-to? It's, it's funny. Um, this is something that uh, I, I've helped being in the community has helped me actually come to terms with it. Um, I'm mm -hmm. a, I'm asexual. So like, all the kink, oh, nice. all the kinky kind of like sexy like ooh stuff that most people look for in ABDL art, it's it's actually something that like I like I, I guess it's I guess it's something that a lot of asexuals feels like oh that's nice I mean I I appreciate I see why pe the appeal is there, but it doesn't drive me like it does for other people. So for me, yeah, for me the most fun thing to to draw is less about the actual. The, the kinky aspect of it, but it's the, it's the, the personality. It's like the, the, the expression on the face, the storytelling yeah. of an image. Mm -hmm. I like, I actually like the brain, like doing a rough and brainstorming and coming up with a mm -hmm. rough composition and a rough idea. That to me is actually the most fun part of it, whether it's huh. drawing faces and expressions or if it's drawing um, certain props are fun to draw. Um, some things I've avoided drawing, like I've seen people try to draw like strollers with all the, oh, it's, that's, that's uh, a lot. Oof. Yeah. Mm. But it, I do like it. I do like drawing a lot of, uh, um, just really interesting personalities and situations and, and just trying to come up with unique ideas that if they have been done before, at least put my own spin on them. That's kind of fun. Trying to come up with the idea is the most fun for me rather than actually ex once I'm actually drawing it and executing it and tightening it down, it actually gets a little less fun, but um, <laughs> still it's, it's, I, I totally feel you. I really think all that like effort and dedication to the personality of a piece really comes through. I think that's why I want, you're one of my absolute favorite artists because everything you make just has so much personality and depth to it and it just i i love your art your oh. sexuality is also like really uh toned down yeah like that's even true. even that's true. like mixing diapers and sex stuff is is very recent for you I'm, so. I'm not that i'm not that sexual a person but now that you mention it juice it's really interesting because um 
now that I think about it, none of your none of your art really seems very sexy. Like yeah. it's it's just really cute and and it's always telling a story. There's always like if you really pay attention to the things going on in the room and and the characters like expressions and the way they're looking and mm -hmm. the way their their posture is, there's like a whole scene there that you're conveying with a single image. It's like a, a whole comic in in a single yeah. frame. It's, Absolutely. it's amazing. Yeah, that's that's something I I strive for. I like I, I try to capture a moment in time. and I think um, you absolutely do. I, I try to. And the thing is, I probably the closest thing to, I would say, either a kinky or a sexy picture I've done is I did a piece of a, it was a dominatrix type in the foreground, and she has a like a riding crop. That oh, I've seen this like one, running, yeah. And it's, it's of a, it's, and it's, and that's another thing I'm trying to do more of now is diversify and do more mm -hmm. male subjects, more um, different types of subjects, not just girls. But that was mm -hmm. sort of um, almost habit just because that's why I was either told or hinted that that's what people want to see. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm trying to break out of that, not comfort zone, because it's definitely not something I'm comfortable with, but it's just I want to diversify and do a little bit more um, mm -hmm. and... Uh, play around with that, but the piece I did was—it's one of the few pieces I did with with a with a guy in it, and he's down, and he's 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 obviously been um, played with a lot by this dominatrix, and he's got uh, marks on his legs, and um, he's shaky and has tears in his eyes, and he's trying to pour tea and try to do things correctly, but he's spilling it, so you know he's going to get punished for spilling the oh, tea. Yeah. I don't think I've seen this. Oh, picture. I've seen this. It's I definitely, see this. It's I'll definitely to, been posted I'll, I'll, in our Discord. I'll send it to you after after the yes, after please the do. But it's the closest thing I've done to, and I've done uh, kind of pinuppy stuff. Not too not too much pinuppy stuff, but I did I did a one for for New Year. I've done a New Year's pick that was sort oh, of yeah, pinuppy. Oh yeah. Um, but other than that, it's mostly just like little moments. But it's all. It's one. It's moments that starts as something simple, and then I end up saying like, "Oh, I'm putting way too much thought and detail into it." Now I'm doing a backdrop, <laughs> and now it's a complicated angle. Oh, that's that's fun, and it's always <laughs> I always end up making things way harder for myself, which is also why I, I don't do as regular like people like like Thirty Four Cuker, who's amazing, is always mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. constantly putting out art, and I admire their dedication to it. But like for me, it takes forever. To do like I one thing, and it's, I, I, think I, I wish I was able to put out that much work. You know, I think you guys definitely you both bring different things to the community, and uh, I think that's a good thing. You know, yeah. you know, now that I, I'm thinking about it. You mentioned how um, girls as the subject is is what the community wants, and and I, as you were saying it, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, because like that's that's what I want. I mean, I'm I'm a lesbian. I want to see girls, cute girls in diapers, and it's mm -hmm. sexy and blah blah blah. But it's really funny because with your art specifically, and I, I I don't think I can say this for maybe 90% of ABDL artists, I really like seeing boys because oh yeah, and I think that other like baby boys in the community also like seeing your art. And the reason why is because it doesn't make it into this big sexual experience. It turns it into this, this kind of yeah. cutesy relatable moment where um, if a straight guy is looking at art, obviously if they're seeing uh, a ton of guys in diapers, that's mm -hmm. not that, that interesting, but seeing a, a little boy in diapers with a really embarrassed expression, seeing them being like, 
uh, embarrassed and teased and stuff in the scene um, and being cutesy, that's an identifiable aspect. That's where you put yourself in the scene. And that's where I think you drawing boys is really going to be poignant. You know what I think you do specifically? You, you, I think you really encapsulate uh, with your boy characters uh, vulnerability without degradation. Oh, and, yeah. And Some of the that's expressions. What it is. Oh. Yeah. Like a lot of little boy art I see is they, they've been degraded. They've been knocked down. They're, they were beaten down um, or they're not vulnerable. They're, they're very confident still. But you do this uh, vulnerability without degradation. And I think that's very uh, unique to you. I mean, not completely, obviously, but I think uh, for a large portion, unique to you. Yeah, I try. It, it's, it sounds weird to say because it is in its own way kink art or fetish art is that mm-hmm. while I infantilize my subjects, I'm not infantilizing them in a, in a sexual way. Like I don't, I don't yeah, have no, that absolutely. intention. So it's more of a, of a genuine, I don't know. I, I seek out a genuine, like there's one artist I love, uh, Ah Bagels, who does really good mix oh, of yeah. male, female. Um, and I love, they're definitely a huge inspiration to me in the sense that like, they're capturing personalities and they're capturing, you know, there's some level of like, this one is embarrassed, but in a, in a more uh, degrading way or a humiliating way, this mm-hmm, one is mm-hmm. just, just, just genuinely embarrassed or they're they're or they're owning it. And it's, it's something they enjoy. And it's, I love capturing things like that. I like being able to capture a personality more than the subject that's being thrust upon the subjects I'm drawing. So I actually I have some uh, things I want to say about this, and I want to I want to maybe move into our our next part of our our interview with you. Mm-hmm. Speaking on that, so I actually I want to uh, draw attention to a specific uh, piece of art. Um, so oh, can really? Bring that up. Yeah, we've got it. We've got it prepared on our machine. Hey, you know. So as we were having this conversation, I know we pre-planned this, mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. have this orchestrated to just to do our best here. Um, I think I can make a bet out of this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Yep. So, uh, Juice, we have a few pieces that you did, a few of your arts, and um, things that we find very, uh, like, like we really, really like them. And um, Oh, I know. It's where you're going. I'm thinking that originally we were going to ask what kind of inspired these pieces in you and what, what really uh, led you into this. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, I want to have a bet where Chloe and I try to guess what your inspiration <laughs> is for the picture and you pick which one of us is closer. That's really fun. I like that. Let's, let's, let's we'll, do it. We'll get points. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me find this is the, a good lead in this thing. But okay, how, are, how are people, how are people listening going to be able to see this? We're gonna describe it. Oh, we can oh. also post them on our Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll put them on the usual bets Twitter. So if you guys are listening to this episode and you want to know, we're gonna describe them. But um, if you want to know exactly what we're talking about, you can go on our Twitter at the usual bet and you can see uh, these pictures that Juice made and um, follow along. Basically, Juice, are you good with that? Would you rather we we retweet quote retweet them or oh, something? No, you, could, you could for you guys. Oh. You could re, you could repost on your own page, and you're gonna already be, okay. or you're already gonna be you're already gonna be tagging me. So that's yeah, definitely. absolutely. 
That's what I was going to say. I'm okay, I, I just wanted to, to make sure you're comfortable before we move forward. Right. I can link and, to his Patreon. And for, and and for anybody out there who's listening to this, that is a way to nicely ask um, if you could share their art. Awesome. Cool. So, like, yeah. it's, I know that's a big subject nowadays with people sharing art or stealing art or doing whatever. But it's like just asking mm-hmm. whether they say yes or no, it's okay. Just the fact that you guys asked and very politely. Um, for sure. goes a long way. So thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. I'm going to describe the first one. You can, do you want to like alternate on the descriptions here? Yeah. Um, first I do want to say it is, it is directly, uh, related to what we were just kind of talking about before this topic. So, okay. So the first picture that we're discussing is the, (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm both intrigued and terrified as to how this is going to go. So I'm excited. This is kind of fun. So let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So the first picture is a scene of a family living room with the uh, boy sitting on the ground on a blanket, wearing a diaper that is wet and um, has like uh, stuffed animals around mm-hmm. him. A, a and... familiar elephant. Oh, okay. Okay. I, and, I, I know. Uh, sippy cups and snacks and stuff. And um, their kind of caregiver mommy figure is behind them checking their diaper. Dressed and, like an adult. Yeah, of course. And um, the boy's very embarrassed. So I read this. Do you want to take a stab at kind of what the inspiration here was? Uh, yeah, I think the inspiration is that uh, Juice longs to be a, a little mushy tush baby sitting on the floor watching cartoons and, and having a mommy checking him who is clearly above him in every way as an adult. That's kind of that's kind of the inspiration that I took from this. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I... I'm, I'm, I'm biting my 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 fingers. <laughs> my whole wrist. Oh, someone should point. get you a pacifier. Uh-huh. I wish I had one near me. <laughs> um okay so that's the obvious so i'm gonna take some sort of like a a meta uh, a meta yeah look i'm at gonna it. take a better like more wide look at this okay okay i think that obviously the boy is juice oh like, yeah of course, 100%, of course yeah. it is but i don't think that juice drew this is like a, oh yeah like i'm baby and my my mommy's coming to check me. I think this is just a, a normal, almost self-referential sketch that mm-hmm. Juice did of him just watching Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm just watching these cartoons. And, of course, my, my stuffed animals want to watch with me. Like, of course, that's, yeah. That's normal. And then completely out of nowhere, doesn't expect it, doesn't see it coming. Woman comes up behind him, checks mm-hmm. his diaper, and he realizes all at once, oh, no, I, I did have to go to the bathroom earlier. Oh, I should have went. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it? You think it's more of a, a telling of real events? Yeah, I think it's definitely more about the, the, uh, the cartoons themselves and just being too engrossed to be able to get there. Okay. 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 Uh, so, Juice, which one of us was more right on that? Who's getting the point for this, uh, this piece? Let's wow. Um, <laughs> here's, the thing, here's, here's the thing about it. Um, there are elements of truth in both. 
Mm. Um, Telling. For the for the <laughs> but for the sake of the bet and for the sake of the 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 rules or the the the, the speculation here or mm -hmm, here, mm -hmm. Chloe's is closer only because yeah. and no 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 and before I, before before anybody claims victory or defeat on this one only because um Sophie you started it started in a very real place that was like yes this is sort of where I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Then you just kept digging a hole, and it went uh, a little bit farther. So it kind of strayed okay. away from the intention. But it was, right. it was okay. both, both came from very close in proximity, like in a very close proximity of the inspiration for that piece. All right. So I know in the future to be more vague with my answer. <laughs> Stick to, like, one-word response. Um, I do. I do. Diaper. That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say this is a perfect example of the the vulnerable uh, little boy uh, without being like degrading or anything. Like, sure. Obviously, he's embarrassed, but he, he's not. It's not shameful. It's such a cute yeah. picture. Absolutely, it's I don't I, like. I, I actually, oh sorry. Uh, I just don't like boys in pictures, and this one I still love this picture yeah, so yeah. much. It's so good. It even appeals to the lesbian audiences. It's funny. A lot of the early pictures I did because that was one I did when I was when I used to be on the cushy pen. For all of those pictures I did, um, I actually wrote descriptions for every single one of the backstory of each of those pictures as to like what the story is of that picture. Because if the if the picture itself doesn't tell you, having just a little added thing on the bottom, because most people are going to mm -hmm, eventually mm -hmm. see it without the added words on the bottom. Sadly, all right. of those when I when I when I left the cushy pen, all the art and all of those descriptions were deleted and gone and never to be seen again. Uh. But I have actually seen that one with the description. I remember the description. Yeah, and the description yeah. was was a little was like a little one paragraph story of what the story was leading up to the events in the picture. And mm -hmm. um, oh, that's so cute. But it it's funny. There is, and this will probably be something after we go through these 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 bets and these stories. I'll 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 um, tell you about my feelings on the art itself after we go through it because okay. I don't want to spoil anything for later. So we can. We can keep staying the course here and and let you guys dig your own graves, so to speak. <laughs> oh, that yeah, sounds for good. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna move on to the next art piece. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is uh, your one of your many Alice pieces, but I think the most iconic one, at least to me, it's I've seen it. I've seen it so many everywhere. Times. Her stuck in the high chair with the little uh, ruffled diaper and everything. Uh, you've got the Mad Hatter uh, pouring her a baby bottle, and there's like there's like Chinese lanterns hanging around. You, you know what, what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's actually my favorite. It's my favorite piece that yeah. I've ever done, and it's my I first. Think it's a piece lot of people's favorite. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorites too. Okay, uh, I did the description. So, what do you what do you think this tells us about Juice? Okay, now I am a huge Alice in Wonderland fan. Mm -hmm. We know this. And I think that this, this picture isn't about, it's not about the diaper. Mm. It's not about the, the, the characters filling up a baby bottle with magic tea. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's about the chaos of it all. Really? It's that I think that Alice stumbled into this wonderland and maybe initially it's like, oh, cool. Just like in the story, it's like, this is weird. But it's like, it's an escape from my past. Mm -hmm. It's an escape from my future. It's, a, it's My responsibilities are gone. And then she kind of adventures through and sees how 
how it is to really have all your responsibilities gone as she gets more and more babyish. Hmm. And I feel like this, this is telling because of her expression in the piece where she's like crying and really trying to get out of this chair. And she's huh. like, what's going on around here? This is, I, I, this isn't, I'm not a baby. So that's where I'm at. Man, that was really good. Thanks. Um, I, I actually have always taken this piece as a very different way. Hmm. Um, I've always seen it as, uh, cause you kind of can't see like a, a lap table on her for the high chair. Oh, um, I've always kind of, I don't know why I've had this impression that, uh, they changed her size. So she was stuck in the high chair. Maybe she was uh, like oh. baby size before. And then they, they made her bigger so that she couldn't get out of the high chair, uh, at all. And maybe that chocolate milk is going to shrink her again or something. I, I always, I always kind of took in the Alice size manipulation thing. Uh, whenever I looked at this, I, whether that's accurate or not, I love the size stuff in Alice. I think it's so great. I, I mean, I love Alice in Wonderland in general, and, and Juice makes just the, the best Alice in Wonderland stuff. But I never thought about that. I'm, yeah, I feel like I should have. Okay, Juice, go ahead. So now I have to determine which of the two is closest. Yeah, yep. and. Amazingly, Sophie, you're like 95% there. Like you got it <gasps> wow. on 95% there. Except I have never thought, I, Chloe, now that you say it, I have never thought of that scenario. And I'm surprised I haven't done specific. I, I kind of did a scenario like that once, but it was almost like a half picture. But I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that take before. Uh, for well, that you could try. Picture. So, but but for that particular picture, I never thought of that. So that's actually a very interesting take on that picture. So, I dig it. Holy darn! I'm, I'm glad I got a good take, but I, I did I did miss out on a point. So it's it's one to one, huh? Okay, yeah, one it's, one. It, you guys are tied. Okay. All right. This next picture, one of my faves, <laughs> is a is a newer one of yours. And I've never seen it on such a big screen because it's always on my phone. So now I'm, I'm getting this picture on my, my big monitor as we're mm -hmm. looking at it. And it's the, the details are astounding. And I just love the, the kind of uh, texture it has. But um, it is a picture of a girl sitting in her uh, living room on hardwood floor uh, wearing just a diaper and a very short t-shirt and drinking from a bottle with a bowl of Cheerios next to her. And uh, behind her is a Roomba bumping into her butt. <laughs> and it, it says, error two, full load. Please change and wipe clean. <laughs> so did you know what we're talking about, Juice? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. My take on this. Again, I'm, I'm going to go back to wish fulfillment. I think that that this is something Jutes wants. He wants to to sit on his his mushy bottom, suck on a bottle, and have a small robot announce to the world that he's he's just a little baby. Oh, like the public announcement mm -hmm. angle. I think that the announcement is an important part of the picture. It's embarrassing because this automated system is just telling everyone else, "Oh, the baby needs changing." I think I think Juice longs for that almost like normality for for his his status as a toddler. Hmm. Wow, that's really clever. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna go from a I'm gonna go from a popular trope, which is a robot nursery angle. Oh, you think it's it's following that? Hear me out. 
I don't personally like robot nurseries mm-hmm. that much. I find that they are um, a, I find that they are a bit out of the scope of realism for me personally. That's fair. A lot of people like that. I personally don't. This is a modernization of something like that. It's where a, a piece of technology mm-hmm. can appear, come in, and and basically m- make you feel baby. And it's it's perfectly, uh, I mean, I, I, maybe not completely realistic, but but it's using technology and concepts from modern day. And it's it's just, it's like a, a modern version of that idea. Okay. So that's, that, I, I like that. And that's that's kind of why I like I, I like it's like modern fantasy but in reverse. That I like that a lot. All right, Judge Juice, who's the winner here? You guys put way more thought into these pictures than I do when I draw them. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. I actually like that 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 aspect. But let's see. Wow, this is a tough one. Hmm. I'm trying to think and put like. Oh man, because there's again there's elements of both here. But it's mm-hmm, definitely, mm-hmm. I am going to go with Sophie on this one. No. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I did not think I was going to uh, get that I point. really thought I had that one. It's oh. definitely closer. I would say like 70 to 30. Okay. I do have uh, something to say on that, Juice. Okay. Uh, you can lie to us, but you can't lie to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Again, this will be something maybe I'll clarify once we're done with this fun game slash exercise that I can okay. clarify um, my stance in regards sure. to the art itself okay. <laughs> without giving anything away. It is two to one. I'm winning. Oh, we know. All right, this, Chloe. This isn't part of the bet. This isn't the bet of the week. This is just sort of a, a fun. No, this is the bet. This is Whoever the wins is the baby. This is yeah. our bet, Juice. Oh, okay. You're deciding uh, our fate. This here. is the fate of our future. You I hold see. the cards in your hands. You okay. get to, you get to pick who who is the baby well, next he, he week. He holds the cards in his mittens. His, I'm sure his hands are always mittened. Oh, never. It must never be big cards, like play, like uh, like those mm-hmm. uh, really big giant jumbo playing cards for for children. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so the the next one, uh, I love this one. It is uh, a bit of a perspective piece. Uh, it is of a girl in just a diaper, no top, in a playpen, uh, showing she's nude, but like artfully hiding uh, the sensitive parts, which is really cool. And she's reaching out of this playpen, um, almost like a crib maybe, um, to her her baby bottle of juice. But the juice is way in the foreground, and she's like kind of in the midground actually, and uh, it's it's really good. Do you know what one I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. All right. What do you think uh, Juice was going for here, so other than he, fantastic perspective? It's amazing. Um, philosophically speaking, <laughs> I. <laughs> way to start. Way to start your uh, your assessment. I wonder if the juice in the bottle represents juice. (laughs) But, okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) I think that this this is social commentary. Social commentary? Yes, I think it's about really wanting something that's out of reach. Really? Yeah, it's not about, it's not about baby. It's not about the bottle. It's, It's not, it's not about any of that because she, listen, we don't know. We don't know why she's here. She doesn't look thrilled, but like at the same time, maybe that's because she doesn't have her mm-hmm. bottle. Maybe she really wants this bottle. Why does she want the bottle? Because uh, she baby. 
even if she baby, then she's going to wet herself more. Is that what she wants? She wants to yeah, wet herself she or is she, is she just thirsty? I don't think it'll, any of it matters. It's all irrelevant. It's, it's a consumerist piece <laughs> about <laughs> wanting things in the world and not being able to get them. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. Okay. My take. Uh, this is a real event that happened to Juice. He got he got trapped in his crib and and lost his baby bottle. Was desperately trying to reach out for it and uh, couldn't get it because he's he's just a homeless toddler. Okay, I love this idea, but I want to modernize it a little, uh-huh, and I uh-huh. want it to be like this. Juice is sitting in his chair drawing, and is like his, <laughs> his energy drink or something is just an inch too far away. He's <laughs> like, oh man, I don't want to get up. <laughs> So he just is like, I'm gonna draw so, this. So, so you you want it to be a metaphorical playpen? I I my I think it's I think that this is a philosophical adventure, <laughs> whereas you think it is an experiential one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Juice, who's right? Neither. <laughs> neither of you. Neither of you are right. You both, you both lose. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Neither of you. You're both. You're both so cold. You're frozen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> okay. I need to know now. What's the reason? What's what's the what's the inspiration here? What is the inspiration? Uh huh. It, it was very very hot. <laughs> and <laughs> what? It was, that's the whole thing. The picture, because it was, again, this was an early picture and had a description underneath. The idea was that it's, she's not wearing any clothes because she's so hot. Oh my God. And you can see, if you look at the picture, there's a little bit of sweat on her brow. Oh yeah. It's really hot. And really warm tones. The midday sun is going right into her nursery window. It's really hot. It sure is. And she's sweating and she sees the bottle of juice on the ground and she's like, oh, my salvation. And mm-hmm. she tries to reach for it, and she can't reach it, and it's out of reach, and she's oh. just dying of thirst. It's the equivalent of being lost in the desert with nothing to drink, with no, with the canteen wow. out of reach. And in the in the original story, she cries, but her caretaker, her 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 her, her parental figure, is outside in the air conditioning in front of a fan, and the fan is so loud <laughs> he can't hear her cries for for something cold to drink. In, from the sound of the air conditioner and the fan blowing on, she's dying. Juice, you're like, you're 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 like, oh, you guys are overthinking it. Did you just hear that? <laughs> you're like, oh, you guys are you're putting so much stock into these pieces, and you're telling me about it. it's the it's the the nothing to drink in the desert with your canteens out of reach. Like, juice, what are you talking about? Listen, that's, that's I definitely most- got a bit of the metaphysical like ex- like thing there, but I definitely think that it is a different kind of thing. So, man, I, I didn't even think about the no clothes thing. Oh wow. my gosh! Yeah, that I makes so much sense. It, okay, there you, there you go. The magic is ruined from forever on that piece now in your eyes. <laughs> no, it's not. I love that piece still. Okay, it hasn't ruined the piece for you. Oh God, no! Yeah. Nothing can ruin your art for me. I love your art. No, yeah. not here's, at all. Here's a here's a fun bet. Here's a fun um, bet, side bet for the both of you. When you describe your, the next piece, try not to say that this is one of my favorites or I love this piece. No, I won't I don't take, know that. How I won't take that. I bet. Can... 
You said, oh, this what is one of my supposed- favorites, but you've said Why? that with every single piece you've described. Uh, it's because- and that's because you're, they're all so good. And I, I, it's, I'm in listen. denial. I'm in denial. Of it, Juice, point. we curated this content. We chose yeah, we, these we specifically. We went okay. through your Patreon uh, at, at oh patreoncom slash juiceboxart. Where patreoncom slash juiceboxart and your Twitter at uh, juicebox underscore art. Yeah, and we we curated art from both of those places so that we could we could set you up here. <laughs> well, thank you. You do more much more research than I do <laughs> for myself. Okay. <laughs> do you want to do the next one? All right. What's our score? Uh, two to one. Two to one in my favor? Yeah. Okay. We'll do two more to give you a chance. A chance. Okay. Um, okay. So we have one of these two. That I want to end do. on I want to end on that one. Okay. So do you want to do this one or do you want to do this one? Because I, I have some good ideas for I this wanna one. I want to do that one. This one? Yeah. Okay. So should I? Am I narrating? Yeah. Uh, Counting's hard. The suspense, I, the no, no, you're I'm, narrating. I'm narrating. The suspense is killing okay. me. <laughs> okay. Um, this is an older piece you did of two boys who are sitting at a table uh, in the kitchen. And uh, the table is knocked over. Uh, we're currently getting knocked, knocked over. over. And the... Um, one of the boys is dressed like a turkey and trying to feed the other one, um, baby food. Yep. And, uh, they're looking absolutely appalled by this and trying to push away and, and falling out of their chair and everything. And And the other one looks so happy. Yes. Um, so it's, it's a very moment in time kind of thing with things falling to the ground and everything. Very dynamic. Yeah. Is it, do you know what we're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Chloe. Okay. I think, I think this is, this is just, uh, uh, just trying to encapsulate here, just a wholesome, uh, a moment of a fun, like how, how like little on little interactions are just so fun and ridiculous and chaotic. I think, I think that's what he's going for here. Like, like one little, like feeding the other one and the other one being outraged because it's baby food, baby food is icky. And and the whole chaos of the scene—it's it, it, just—it's exactly what happens at like uh, Capcom or, or other baby conventions, or just like munches and stuff. Like it, it's the kind of chaos that always ensues. Okay, so you're saying that this is this is commentary on how littles and will interact, and and this is kind of the experiences that that occur mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. when you put littles in the same room. Yeah. Okay. I buy that. I disagree. Really? Yes. The truth here is the whole piece, everything about it, the the intricate, intricate detailing down to the sippy cups spilled on the ground, the perspective of the table lifting, um, the backgrounds, the expressions, all of it comes down to one simple fact. Hmm. Baby food sucks. (laughs) (laughs) This is trying to convey baby food is just bad. And and when someone tries to feed you baby food, you just flip the table. (laughs) You're like that emoji that flips the table. That's you. Just no, no baby food. How dare. Okay. Uh, I'm a little bit with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Juice. Which one's closer? It's a tie because Chloe was closer on that one. (sighs) 
Done. Yes. Uh, yes. So it's a tie. Two and two. All right. So we're going to have a tiebreaker. Yeah. It's funny that That's I love, really I love, I do love both your interpretations of the piece though. So. That's fair. Yeah. It's wild how one piece of art can uh, affect people so differently. That's what I and love we about are, art. It's subjective, the subjective nature of art. Mm -hmm. But we still get such radically different things out of this. And I mean, granted, we're we're um, we're we're being a little uh, <laughs> exaggerated, but at the same time, uh, like the the Alice thing with the the size, the, I didn't even conceptualize that, and it's so in interesting. It's always just popped in my head. Okay, tiebreaker, last but, one. But, but before, before, right. the tie, before the tiebreaker, um, I want to give two little things about that piece. Okay. Oh yes, please. One, one. I will go so far as say it's one of my least favorite pieces I've ever done. Really? Mm. Yep. Um, and two, if my my favorite thing about that piece is the coffee maker in the back. I remember being very happy somehow with how I drew that coffee maker in the back. It's and really good. It's, it's the only thing I like about that picture now is that coffee maker. Really, I really like that picture. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad other people, that's the thing about most of my art is that I look at it and go, ugh. But the fact that other people like it reinforces that it must be okay because other people seem to like it. You mean phenomenal. That is a beautiful coffee maker. Yeah. I remember looking at reference and trying to come up with a design of a coffee maker that wasn't based on a pre existing coffee maker, but was reminiscent of a coffee maker. So, um, I was happy. I actually remember looking at it and being like, yeah, I didn't need to draw a whole kitchen. I don't know why I did this to myself. <laughs> Down to the checkered, the checkered flooring, like why? Um, but um, uh, that's it. Fortune favors the bold and I did it. So anyway, on to the tiebreaker, final tiebreaker round of this. Uh, All right. All righty. Is this my description? Or your no, it's description? mine. Okay. This is an Ames drawing. It yes. is the adventuring thing. I love Ames. I love the whole explorer thing. The padded, the padded explorer. I love it. Um, she's with her bear in a in a Indiana Jones style trap. The ceiling's clearly coming down with spikes, and she's trying to solve uh, the baby ring puzzle and just cannot figure it out. And ah, oh, I love this piece so much. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yes. <laughs> I figured. I love you need to draw so much more aims art i uh, i plan i plan uh, uh, on it i really 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 want yes. to yes 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 my, okay. my first okay. my first oc i've never had one before aims and Pawson, so they're they're my I first OCs. love them so, so they're much. amazing i love how many different ones you've done and the sketchiness but there's a reason why we chose this one i'm going to get to it in a second okay um now, I am slightly more informed on this than... No! <laughs> Listen, oh, that, that's, that's, I... that's a cheat, though, if you know about the background <laughs> of the picture. Okay, I don't know about the background of the picture, but I've talked to Juice a lot about mm -hmm. the, the about Ames and Pawson and about like doing like a storybook thing together. And that's so cute! Yeah, what? Yeah. It's, oh my god, just, I, would, I would kill for that. It's just an idea, but... Um, we have talked a little bit about Ames and Boston, so I know kind of uh, mm. a lot of Juice's thoughts on them as characters, you got not the specifically inside scoop. piece. But that is not, I, I'm going to go based on my initial concept of this picture rather than 
what I may have learned from having conversations with Okay. Them. Okay. I think the reason why I like Ames and Pawson, and especially the reason why I like this picture of Ames and Pawson, mm -hmm. is I'm not, I don't dig the adventure thing. I don't, I'm not an explorer person. I, I could take or leave wild thornberries, you mm -hmm. know? That's the kind of person I am. So that doesn't get me. What does get me is that this girl and her teddy bear are going on all these adventures together. Mm -hmm. And specifically, every single trap or problem that they encounter, and especially especially this one. This one is the first one I ever saw, and I fell in love with it. It is this idea that it is uh, the world around her mm -hmm. is... Uh, babified. Yeah, but but it's more than that. It's that for some reason in a movie, when you watch a movie, the puzzle is always solvable. Yeah. The the staff that you need to put into the hole is right there. The 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 light can shine in a certain way, and it happens to be that time of day. Mm -hmm. It's it's always exactly as it needs to be. And in this picture, the reason why I like it so much, and the reason why I think that Juice um, made it like this, is because it is a babyfied version of one of those traps from one of those movies mm -hmm. and all the pieces are there all the pieces <laughs> are ready to be used but they are exactly at the level of intelligence and um sophistication and infantilization that perfectly matches the protagonist aims and possums yeah. adventure it's the solutions are always these very infantile thing that any adult could solve in an instant, but it's not about that. It's 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 a it's a it's a parody of the current trope. Okay, using um, babyfied versions. I I love alter reality stuff to the point of like um, taking like a, a thing and making it a metaphor <laughs> for something <laughs> else. Because I'm a writer, so that's where so. what comes at me. So. I guess to simplify here, I, I think the piece, the inspiration is to make an adventure that is oriented toward a little. Would you say it's a commentary? I I think it's a it's a parody almost, I think. I I yeah, I okay. don't know. Uh, it's I, I just really I love the concept. It's yeah, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. That was you're, really you're, good. You're Unfortunately, it was also kind of my take on it. Oh. So now I have to come up with something entirely new. So I think I think that I'm going to lose this game because of, of the way the way that we, we picked these, but Okay, well take a variation of mine. Instead of like making a whole new concept, take something about mine that wasn't exactly what you were thinking and then change to the thing you were thinking. No, I I I would but I am gonna take a shot here, a shot in the dark. Okay. I think I think this might just be a commentary on the fact that Ames is a bim baby and that Juice <laughs> likes bim babies and that Juice just really wants to be a bim baby. Okay. I do love the idea that you have paused over here like, okay, you have to just put the rings on. And Ames is like, I don't know. They're, they're different <laughs> sizes. And they, what do you I, mean? Which one goes first? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> And I think that she's a bin baby and Juice likes bin babies and Juice wants to be the bin baby. Bin baby supreme. Okay. <laughs> All right, Juice. Go ahead. I was really hoping this would be end with a tie. Um, <sighs> but yeah, Sophie got it. 
Of course she did, because hers was just like the exact correct answer. It's she, just... she boiled it down to the absolute science. I'm what, sorry. It's... What percentage right would you say she is? Um, I would say about 80%. Yeah, see, that's... That's you could have you could have got ninety, Chloe. No, I can't. That's yeah, not no, what I got no, ninety, no, Chloe. No, it's the term. It what threw me about your answer was the term uh, "bim baby," only because <laughs> Ames is not. She's resourceful. She's fairly, uh, you know, clever. Yeah, but she's no real dummy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's not a she's not a bin baby in that sense, but that was the only. I've thing. only seen, I've only seen uh, two arts of her, and one is her being stuck in quicksand, and the other is her not being able to solve the ring puzzle. So you know, yeah, I, I had a bit of a skewed opinion. Right. I will say, you know what I will say though. I will say it was sort of an unfair. Sophie did have an unfair advantage, I think, in this one. So well, I. I I tried my best to go with my original concepts without letting into, like any conversations we've had sway me. You know what? But, I mean, I can't guarantee that's a hundred percent. Either out. way, uh, the the points you racked up, other than this one, the points I didn't rack up were what they were. I think it was a fair game. It was a fun game. Usual bet. Usual bet. We just shook on it, and and I accept my defeat. Okay. Next week, I'll complain about it. <laughs> that's Supposed what you do. That's Chloe. That's surprisingly very mature of you. Um, oh, I'm so mature. <laughs> the one in the diaper. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is about uh, that piece in particular is that I was always, I don't know if you, you guys are probably old slash young enough to remember the show Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes. Yeah. I love it, that show. I love that show. And the thing that always frustrated the ever loving hell out of me about that show is nobody knew how to put together that goddamn silver monkey. It's three freaking pieces. It's feet, a torso, and a head. And the thing is, you could, you could chalk it up, you could chalk it up to the idea that, okay, like there's adrenaline running, you get you having these creepy, like, I don't know what they were called, the the the, the temple dwellers or whatever they were, they would pop out and scare you mm -hmm. and you have a race against the clock and there's people cheering and the adrenaline's running. Yes, I wouldn't know and also maybe it's dark on that side and they can't really tell like what's the what's the body and what's the feet. But like it was so mm -hmm. frustrating watching them assemble that silver monkey. Cause to me it's so simple. It's literally that one looks like a mm -hmm. foot, that one looks like a body, and that one looks like a head. Just put them together. It's not that hard. And it always mm -hmm. bothered the hell out of me. So I was channeling that frustration in that <laughs> piece. Because it's like That's yes, fair. It's, she wants the gold, mystical gold rings, but she's accidentally set off the in inner temple trap. And Pawson's like, come on, you know how to do this. She's like, give me a minute. I'm just checking all the angles here to make sure this is exactly right. And it's that's the whole thing about that world is that it's, it's, she's, they're always babified um, kind of uh, themed traps. And it's her coming to terms and trying to wrap. She's either overthinking it or she she knows she kind of get it right. She's just taking her time and viewing all the options. It's it's it's. I don't know if you've ever studied um, John Cleese's uh, things on creativity. There's something about working in what they call the open and closed mode 
about how mm-hmm. you could come up with a quick answer that might be the right answer, but it's not the most creative answer, or you'll sit on a, 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 a problem for a long period of time, just so you can at least uh, weigh every option possible and come up with a better solution to mm-hmm. that problem. So that's Ames's way of dealing with stuff. Is that let me give me a minute? Let me just make sure that I have this exactly right before I put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. You never that's know. That's fair. So I hate on like game shows and stuff when people can't do things on the first try because I'm like, I'm sorry, did you not get hired onto this game show and immediately make your own statuettes and like, <laughs> practice? I don't understand. It's it's <sighs> it's tough. I can't imagine what what kind of pressure you'd be on just being a guest and being seen by millions of people um, and judging you based on how you could or couldn't assemble a, I probably mm-hmm. a styrofoam monkey um, that's spray painted to look like it's ancient. But, um, and this is going now, this, now that we've come to the end of the game, going back um, to encompassing all these pieces that there is a little bit of self-insertion into all my pieces. I channel a little mm-hmm. bit of myself into all my pieces. But, I'm the same way with writing, so I feel okay. you. So it's and some of it, it's like, oh, I clearly want to live this life. Or in many cases, it's just I've had thoughts of this before, and I just sort of channel that in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, but most of it is a little aspect of me, but not so much me. Some of it is yearning to want to be treated a certain way. Some of it is wishful thinking. Some of it is the almost caretaker side of me wanting to give that feeling to someone else. It's a lot of different mm. factors, but it's all... That's fair. It all comes from, a, I think, a very genuine... That's the thing I try to do with all my art. I try to have it all come from a genuine place. Or at least... I think I Thank you. I actually had an idea for a bet, but since we did the game, I think it would... Make no, it. no, no. I want to know the idea. I want to know the idea. I want to know it, what you guys think, because for a lot of people, especially in the art side, a lot of the things that inspired us to become an artist were things we saw as a kid or as a, Uh or like certain cartoons or certain scenes in movies. Um, And I almost wanted to make a bet, but I didn't know how to word the bet or describe the bet in order I've for it to this. be a proper bet. Let's see, do you have it? Okay. Like I'm going with Yeah, it? Chloe, yeah. What, what, what would you, how would you word this? Do you wanna do, you wanna do a double or nothing here? <sighs> if if I win this, you wear two diapers, and if I lose this, I'll wear two diapers next week. Okay, now here's the thing. Double <laughs> or nothing doesn't work that way because it's double or nothing. It's not double or double. And double of nothing is still nothing. Hmm. Okay, so maybe we'll just add an additional bet. It's got another layer. So next week, I will be wearing a diaper. Oh, okay. This is a second bet on top of that bet. So if I win, then I wear a diaper as well. And if you win... Oh, wait. That's backwards. I understand things. Uh Uh-huh. Shut up. Um, If you win, I wear a diaper as well. If I win, then you wear a diaper on top. Yes. the diaper that you'd be wearing before because of the other one uh-huh. that we did, and that's that. You're and I big... know words, and shut up. You're the big sister, right? Stop it. Okay, ready? How would you word this? Okay. I want to make a bet. I want to, between the two of us, name an influential show that you think has influenced a lot of people's uh, uh, baby awakening. Like a, a cartoon or something that you think really reached people or or made them go, oh my, I hope this doesn't awaken something inside me. Okay. Disagree. I think it should be a specific moment in the show. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, 
I have an answer. Me too. I'm worried it's the same answer. I'm also kind of worried it's the same answer. Okay. If it's the same answer, then um, I think that it would just nullify the bet at that point. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. Jess. Okay. All right. Okay. You say it, most... do, a count to, do a count to three and you both have to say exactly the same time what it is. That's fair. Because I can just thing. say, oh, you are right. Okay. Uh, here, how about how about I say it first, actually? That way, because saying it at the same time could get really garbled for the audio. No, I want to say it at the same time. No, okay, I think it'd be funny say it. to say it at the same time and see, because it would be really funny okay. if you're both right. If not, then you just have to explain okay. it. Okay. All right. Okay, ready? All right. Yeah, on the count of three, and after three, you say it. Okay. okay. Ready? Hold on. Juice, you can do the countdown. <gasps> Good idea. All right. So when I say, I'm going to go one, two, three, and then say it. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. One, yep. two, three. And fairly from Rugrats. Oh. Wow. Okay. okay. We got different, different ones. ones. All right. Okay. I, mine was Angelica from Rugrats. I know the exactly scene, what you're talking about. The scene was the episode where she was like, the babies don't have to do anything mm -hmm. and they have no responsibilities. So she decides to like steal their diapers and steal mm -hmm. like the, like wear a bonnet. And I don't know where she got a bonnet because no one in the show wears a bonnet, <laughs> but um, she dresses up as this baby. And not only does she, what really gets me, there's a ton of, there's a ton of shows where kids wear diapers for whatever reason. What really, really gets me and why this is, has shaped my entire future is because she went up to her parents. She went up to everyone in the <laughs> house and was like, I'm baby now. And you're going to treat me like a baby. They put her in the playpen and, and then everything. At first they're like, no, you're not, you have to grow up. And then they kind of all like, were like, no, you know what? Let's work with this. And then they put her in the playpen. Yeah. They treat her like a baby. Suddenly all the other babies were like, Oh, she's baby. Uh, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm a baby now. I'm just like you guys. And she's still, I don't think you can do. And she's like, nope, too bad. That's how it is. And they're like, so you can't boss us around? She's like, nope, baby. And so, I, okay, I guess, <laughs> I guess you're baby. And then they, then she kind of comes to the realization by the end, like this sucks, and I really don't want this. But I, the idea that she, she jumped in, and just was so 100 percent about it. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. told everyone and like it, it really it, it's a big thing for me oh, so I can it, tell. it's it's yeah it's absolutely one of the core defining moments of my littleness so littlehood littleitude all right so i'm going to say uh, one this one isn't actually core to me but i think it's probably core to uh, some people okay I, i'm kind of going in the vein here fairly odd parents uh timmy does get turned into a baby I've never seen that episode. Uh -huh. yes. yes. Now, I think that uh, there's a lot there. Um, a lot of like wish fulfillment, literally wishing for a lack of responsibilities to turn into a baby. I think it was in a movie. Um, but uh, it's very, very active. Seems to be a baby. And then he's like, oh, well, I don't have any responsibilities. I'm just going to be baby. Um, and then I, he realizes he doesn't want it. And he, he moves on and everything. But pretty much any, any TV show... That, that Butch Hartman has done, and Butch Hartman's a terrible person, but almost everything he does has people being turned into babies in some way, and and uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. 
Um, so the bet is going to be which one was more influential to you as like to become baby. Yeah. Uh, if you or don't, if it, if it, if it struck a chord with you. Yeah. Which one struck the louder chord, right? Yeah. Is that how you would phrase that? Sure. Maybe. Um, or if you don't know either of the scenes and you don't have to vote, but I actually want to add a third one into the bet. What does that even mean? Juice. What's your <laughs> answer? <laughs> My answer um, it's actually from a completely, it's funny, I just, yesterday, because I've been re-watching Rugrats just for the hell of it, um, mm -hmm. and I actually just saw that episode you described the other day, uh, oh the Angelica one, uh, coincidentally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the one, there's actually an episode of Rugrats for me, a completely separate one, that I think was probably, there were a, a lot of examples, but the one specifically was one where Tommy goes to a post office because he finds out that his little his his little sister or, or baby sister or brother is coming in the mail. So he sneaks into the mail <laughs> the mailman post bag and there's a whole and I think it set the bar in regards to like automated nursery stuff because he's on a conveyor oh belt and he's being lifted up. I actually own a cell an animation cell from that episode. My uh, huh. someone was selling it for like 50 bucks. And I bought it, and I'm gonna hang it in my nursery. And it's like I That's own I, I own a piece from the moment in my childhood that completely wow. screwed me over. Like this is what corrupted. <laughs> I own a piece of that, and it's so he's he's on a conveyor belt, and he gets his diaper stamped by a machine because he's um <laughs> he's overweight or whatever, and oh, yeah. he gets picked up by a big claw arm, and he gets dropped down a slide, and mm -hmm. it set, it like, set a bunch of little lights on the on the control panel of my brain, of, uh, like, lit up, um, and that was the, that was a big one from when I was a kid, so it'd be that specific episode of Rugrats. Cool. Well, that's fair. Most okay, people so say I think that's a good... Most people say it's, like, the Tom and Jerry or something else, but it's hey, listen, I watched a lot of that too. So yeah. So um, okay, cool. So we'll have a three-way bet. The loser is gonna be in in a diaper or an additional diaper. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if I think if Juice doesn't beat either of us, then he obviously also has to wear a diaper. Absolutely, that's There's just that's the rule. I don't. Yeah, yeah. That's just, mean, you know, I, that's uh, how the do we do we agree on that? Yeah, we. Okay, agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, juice. We agree on that. So that's that's going to be kind of <laughs> how it is. Okay. Okay. I mean, I I knew that that was going to be a possibility when I came. On this show. So I'll accept. I that. would use the term probability. If, if, it, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the fact that um, I love you both. And I respect you, <laughs> and you've helped me out literally. And I and I don't mean to gush. You you both have helped me out so much in the past year and a half. Um, I would I would normally be against it, but it's the fact that it's you two. I will accept Aww. that. Oh, it's so cute. And this is unrelated to the fact that you guys also had a bet last week about diaper face sitting. And, <laughs> oh man. So anyway, something, something yeah, you want to share? Yeah. What? Um, because I just watched. I uh, watched. Listen, by watching, I mean I watched the little bar across my Spotify just slide over uh -huh. from left to right. Um, but I listened to your last episode where you talk uh, uh, a good portion of the episode about face sitting, and mm -hmm, it's funny. Mm -hmm. Right before COVID, um, 
I have a play partner um, that I would see for a while. And just mm-hmm. by, completely by accident, like it was, it was never something that was predetermined. It just suddenly happened. Um, we experienced face diapered face sitting, and it was, oh! it was it was wonderful. <laughs> it was okay, wonderful. wait a but second. It was only, it was Walk only me. clean. It was only clean. It was okay. Only okay. Clean. Okay. We didn't, we didn't go that far. But you, but but you can attest it's it's really fun. Okay, I've never done this. So so um, hey, what what was so good about it? Like I'm I'm personally curious. It's a, it was a combination of things. I think one was the fact that because someone is has a good portion of their body on you, like on your stomach and on your face and on your legs mm-hmm. for, for for ballast, um, and for for balance. Um, mm-hmm. that there's a restraining quality to it that you feel like you're, hmm. it's almost like being pinned like in a wrestling move. Um, okay. Two is the, is the feeling is just the, 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 the sense of being put in your place. There's a lot of aspects to it. <laughs> yeah. Even, even just the yeah. feeling of the soft plasticky feeling against like your chin. The one thing I was worried about was I was worried that like it would like, accidentally break the cartilage of my nose or something like it was going to oh be my God. or anything like that. But other, it was actually really, um, really fun. And, and I don't know. And the thing is, I haven't, I've been too embarrassed to talk to my, to the play partner I had about it to see how they felt about it because yeah. um, it's, we felt it was enjoyable, but we never really brought it up again. So hmm. it was something that I would love to do again, given the opportunity, but I would never, ever, ever, ever ask or, or um, thrust that upon someone else. It would always be communi- communication, consent, have to both be on the same page or anybody would have to be yeah, on the right, same page. For sure. something, it opened up like, uh-oh, kink acquired. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my realm in terms of like, what I find kinky and attractive or sexy, again, I'm asexual, so it's very hard for me to feel that way, but I just, it felt mm-hmm. right. It felt fun and I had a great time. And I don't know, I like that aspect of it that it was definitely, it takes two, it, it, it's one of those things that only takes two to, ta- it takes two to tango. It, it really yeah. felt like it only works if you have someone else. I mean, it can only happen if someone else is there. You can't, if, you, if I could sit on my own face um, I would probably be in, in a, some sort of sideshow at a circus. But <laughs> if or, I could or, sit on my own face, is the is the best sentence you've ever said. <laughs> of very few sentences um, that I've said, but I it's it's it was it I actually really enjoyed it a lot, and it's something I would love to experience again. So the fact that right. you guys brought it up and talked about it, um, I didn't mean to over embellish or overshare, but I thought it was fun. And I'd love to do it. No, again. no, That's we appreciate really it. Really cool. Like I, I've never done it. That's. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd even want to in real life. But like your uh, perspective really kind of makes me want to get like want to have this experience. So and I'm sure our viewers appreciate it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have I have one final question before we wrap up. Okay. You did our art for the show. Yeah. You guys, actually, you guys actually helped <laughs> set up my Patreon too. So it was sort Where? of a nice uh, 
Patreon.com slash juiceboxart. <laughs> um, so my question is, if that was that was before, I think we we had it by like episode five or something. Mm-hmm, like, and I mm-hmm. think we talked to you about it back in like episode two. We weren't even a show back then. Um, if you could redo huh. the cover art for our show, what would it look like? Huh, that's a good question because I remember discussing the idea with you, mm-hmm. but I remember, I think I, I don't remember it was a, because uh, I knew it was a bet. So I said, I knew that it had to involve something with betting. So cars was an mm-hmm. example. And I knew that you liked Alice in Wonderland, but I also knew that it wasn't really a big factor. Um, it's funny, if I could do it, if I was gonna do it again, I'd probably have it be you two both, like instead of you being faces on cards, I'd probably have you both mm-hmm. be at like a table betting, like you were, if you were in Vegas. <laughs> oh, or like, or like, or like, oh my gosh! Or, or you both would be like in a playpen, and you would both be mm. playing jacks as if it was roulette and trying to bet something. Like I think it would be you would both be like on That's your knees cute. on the ground, and one of you would be like, "That's great!" And instead of chips, it would be like, "What's like? What's like the baby equivalent of chips? Would it be like Passy's like, diapers?" Cheerios. Cheerios. Cheerios probably, is a good it would one. probably be like Oreos or like cookies or something. <gasps> and it would be stacked oh up. My gosh. And then you both would be playing like either a like a board game, like like a perfection or something, or like mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. And then one of them would have to be betting against the other. One would either be really nervous or one would be <laughs> you both are kind of like, come on. You know, I'm putting all the <laughs> yeah, on absolutely. Black, you're putting all your cookies on red, or something like that. I feel like mm-hmm, it would have been mm-hmm. something like that. If I if I could if I could go back and do it again, probably that would be my alternate idea. But I actually like the card idea. The only thing I don't like I about love, the I love her art. The only thing I don't like about the card idea is that I feel bad is because Chloe's upside down, and I think that was oh, the I one. Don't mind. Idea. I, I just felt bad because I thought like, oh, if you ever wanted to flip it the other way, you could always flip it so that it, it, with any episode, say if Chloe won an episode, oh, you could literally put it upside down. Or if you if if Sophie won that episode, but it's so hard to organize that stuff and to get See, it all. Like I don't know, I put way too much mine's thought. Mine's upside in down. It. No, absolutely not. Mine's upside down, but I'm winning. Yeah, I, so like thing. you have the victory kind of thing, even though you're on the bottom. Yeah. So like I think it balances itself out. And I totally know what you mean, Juice. I was so thinking like while while you were drawing it, I'm like, oh, we could like have it flipped over for like different episodes. But then like the title itself has to be flipped, which is a whole thing. And then well, the like, title the title like, is actually separated from actually no, because Chloe, your hand grips over the side of one of the well, that's yeah, a bit I would I would have probably have made the the usual bet like a, a it is a separate element because I break up everything into separate elements and groups. So mm-hmm. like if you flip the card around, the art around, where it had you on it, you both on it, and it was flipped. All I'd need to do was make sure that wherever your hand was placed, it would have to be either on the something on the word usual where your hand would go over it. 
or something. Like I would have to figure it out. But I, I thought that that was the purpose that I could always flip it one way or the other. But then we had all those cards that were kind of splayed out and we put the poker chips there. And, but I'm, and also yeah. taking all of that and making sure that it fits in a exact square shape too. So it fits as, oh. a, as an icon either on Instagram or on Twitter or on, um, uh, in this, in your case, when you put it up on, on your podcast up on either Spotify or what have you, it has to be a perfect square. So yep, that was, yep sure um, does. Yeah. So. Well, we that, really appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we that. love, we love it so much. Oh, it's, it's, um, I love it so much. It's my banner on Twitter. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys, I'm glad when people do like my art, cause it's very, very hard for me to feel any sort of pride in my art. So when people tell me that it's, they like it, it, it really, I'm trying really hard to accept that people like my art. So I'm. It's definitely a challenge. I'm still, I'm yes. still, I'm still Overcoming kind of, your own. Yeah. I had a teacher okay. tell me as a child, never be, no, you should never be proud with, of anything that you do or create. Oh no. And what? One of those things what? that like, yeah. So it was one of those things that's literally been a thorn in my side ever since I was about, I was in that's second grade. What? So now what? I, I have this kind of weird, I always feel really bad about my own art whenever I do it. Oh that my God. So much. What a horrible lady. I know she's, well, she's dust now. I'm sure of it. So like, it makes me feel a little <laughs> bit better. Um, she's a skeleton. Um, but now it's funny. Like it, I've done since, and right before the show and I, I was actually doing more art um, related to you. I don't know if like, we could talk about it actually. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but I'm doing another cover for you. Yes. For a book. Yeah. Juice has done three covers now for three different books that um, Pudding and I wrote together. And I mean, one was like a part one, part two, but um, he did the covers for Audrey and Stacy and Lottie. And now he's doing the cover for Velvet as well, which is like a, a trilogy of um, characters that are- The Calumine this, trilogy. Yeah, at this baby institution. And I've been working with Juice for like a year on these different covers, and he's—it's uh, it, you're a you're a gem to work with. I think it's because you're so humble as a person, and I don't feel bad like just being direct and talking to you about something. But it's so wonderful working with you. Right. Well, thank you. And the thing is, I always feel bad because it takes me so long to to get the art done, and I apologize only because I I do have I I do have a full time job, and it's mm -hmm. managing my time and finding the time after a long day of work to be able to sit down. And that's why I, it's, it's very hard for me to put out lots of art. Like I know a lot of my colleagues and contemporaries in, in the community can just put out art constantly because it's either the source of the, the main source of their income or they have more time on their hands to do it or it just art comes a lot easier to them. I struggle a lot with my art. So I always feel bad that like my output isn't as strong or as, as, as plentiful as others, but I try to at least make every piece at least a little bit worthwhile. So it's worth the wait. I try to, but it's not always. You the absolutely yes. succeed. Your, your quality definitely just, it, it, it shows how much time you put into it. Oh, well, thank you. And I, I, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy doing art for others. I've done, and I've done now three podcast covers. I did yours. I did Jazzy's. <laughs> And I now I did Kimmy and Skies. Yeah, and it's fun. I really like trying to make other people's, um, you know, trying to make other people's not their 
their fantasies come true. Maybe that's a part of it. But yeah. it's also, I, I want to at least do good for the other people who have been good to me. And you all have been right, very, very good to me. Because um, you're a wonderful sweetheart. Right. Best boy. Yeah. Best boy. Oh. Well, thank you, and I'm and I I'm so glad uh, that you liked. I did a piece for you last week that you were very happy with. Oh yeah, the Hilda one. Oh yeah. Oh, I we this 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 interview has gone on so long that I can't dive into my absolute adoration for the television show Hilda <laughs> and the the beautiful art that Jews did that matches the style to a. Uh, 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 it's such an expert level that I thought it was a still from the show. <laughs> right. Um, but if you want to uh, see that or anything else Juice makes, you can follow him on Twitter at uh, juicebox underscore art or on Patreon at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. And I think we've said that like 10 times now, but I will continue to say it. And I will say it at the end of our show as well. <laughs> so. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. We, we should we have to end. wrap up. I've kept you too long. I do it with every podcast I've been on. I keep people <laughs> on and I ramble too long and I apologize. But you, no, you guys, it's just you're wonderful to talk to. And you guys need yeah, to go we, down we were, <laughs> it, it is close to our bedtime. It is um, true. But it it's we've we throughout this entire experience we never faltered for a topic with you like mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. has been very fluid conversation it's been wonderful i'm glad i had a really good time this was really fun i enjoyed it i'm glad thank you for coming on thank you for for being interviewed well thank you for having me absolutely all the time and honestly i i probably will uh maybe later in the lifespan of our show when i feel like our current cover art is um getting a bit worn i'll I'll have Juice draw his new game one because I be really, so really, really, like I really it. want it. And then um, replace her cover. Maybe. In other words, another one. We'll see. Podcast art is a lot like diapers. They need to be changed and probably for the same <laughs> Much like politicians. <laughs> <sighs> well, thank you so much, Juice. Thank you for having me, and I hope you both have a wonderful and keep and keep safe too. You too. You too. All right. Where's my little wrap-up thing? If you want to vote on this week's bet, um, join us at patreon.com slash sophieandpudding. Patreon.com slash sophieandpudding. You can also find us on Twitter at the usual bet or individually at the usual Sophie or at the usual Chloe. Uh, you can find Juice on Twitter as well at uh, Twitter blah 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 at juicebox underscore art. I'm doing all this from memory, so... Um, you can email us because we think we said something about an email at the beginning of this episode. Um, time is ephemeral. Uh, at the usual mailbox at gmail.com. Thank you, Mimi, for help with our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for being on our show. Thank the you. Wonderful, wonderful boy. And uh, also for our cover art and all the work and basically existing and being wonderful. So uh, you can find him at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. Yay for Kimmy for having a daddy. And being a good girl for a change. So yay for Kimmy. You can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. <sighs> and okay. that's episode. That's it. We did it. We made it. We did it. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>